Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the Half Sugar Noise podcast. Welcome, welcome. Okay, so I'm Thanks hoping for making us part of your routine. Oh my gosh, yes, maybe please. Routine might be um, a strong word, but you know. Yeah, I, mean. I feel like we'd have to like you know upload regularly to make it a routine. Ooh. Um. <laughs> My apologies for the audio. I think we still have to figure out, like, what works best when we're, like, not together. Um, Because I was re-listening to the last episode, which I I didn't actually post. And we'll get to that in a second. I sound so, like, echoey. And I think that might be my AirPods. I don't know. Um, So, yeah. Let's address the elephant in the room that you and I know about. We recorded an episode on June 1st. Je ne sais pas, because we recorded an episode on June 1st, and the <laughs> info for the episode was posted through the app, but it had zero content. Like, the time on it was zero. And so I opened it to look at it. What I think might have happened is I edited the, like, episode details, and then I just, like, didn't actually include the recording. Not sure how, so for the last 21 days, we've been under the impression that we had an episode out 21 days ago, or sorry, 20 days ago, and I opened the app, and we have zero listens on the new episode, and I'm like, I know we don't have a lot of listeners, I know that, and that's okay, but zero? Wild. And I was wondering, I was, because I had looked into it. I want to say last week because I was like, oh, let me share it on my stories and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Then it wasn't there on Spotify. So I just kind of brushed it over and forgot about it. You maybe should have told me about it (laughs) because I would have looked into it sooner. (laughs) Anyways, we're back again. Here we are, the girlies. With a very fun episode. Very fun. Aaron planned something really fun. So the last episode is a little bit more serious, a little bit more personal. Um, Kind of like a very serious topic to us. A little, a little shoulder more... to shoulder. A little pillow to pillow, like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But like, yes, girly, yes, she gets it. Um, <laughs> I guess. I'm not really sure what it's any late. of that meant. My bedtime is, is approaching. <laughs> I'm so sorry that it was late. I had some stuff I had to attend to. So thank you for accommodating me. But let's Did get the show on the road. Okay. take us away give us the fun episode you didn't introduce yourself oh my gosh i didn't we're three minutes in i introduced the podcast which is most important but in case you forgot i'm naomi and i am erin this is like how infrequently we do this like i forget like how to run the podcast i forget that like it's my job to introduce myself after i introduce the podcast sometimes like sometimes I say the name of the podcast and I'm like mm, that sounds wrong I'm not really sure if that's correct which no, is funny because my... it's literally just my boba order but yeah. I ordered bubble tea in a minute I've been today I had a mango slush from real <gasps> fruit and it was so good okay you know my stance on real fruit but like I love that a lot for you it's a great I... it's not even bubble tea it's just a smoothie but it's still delicious. yeah that's true I sometimes I really want to try a slush but I get cold easily so I don't think it's for me Mm, oh i think i have to wait for a day that it's super hot like here it was really hot i should have done it today anyways apologies aaron yes today's topic is fun because we're doing baking versus cooking 
Mm-hmm. Um, one of us is more into baking. One of us is more into cooking. And so I decided, why not talk about the two? So yeah, I have a couple of questions for us. Yeah. And hopefully somebody takes something away from this all. I hope so. So first question is, mm-hmm. for, and all these questions are for both of us. Okay. First is, do you prefer baking or cooking? I prefer baking. And I prefer cooking. And mm-hmm. next is a two-parter. Okay. What do you enjoy most about it and what don't you avoid? What? <laughs> I'm not really sure what those words meant. <laughs> I understood the first half of the question. The what other half do you of the enjoy question most about English. baking for you and what don't okay. you enjoy about it? Okay, so for baking, I like that baking... One, I like sweets. Um... Two, I like that baking is kind of an exact science. Like, I know when you get really good at it, you can just start doing things on your own. That, I don't want to get that good. I like having a recipe. I like having instructions. Just tell me how to do it, and I'm going to do it exactly like you say, and hope for the best. Um, I know that, like, cooking tends to be more feel it in your soul. Well, unfortunately, the ancestors don't really talk to me like that. So I'm not great at just winging it. And I feel like things never end up tasting how I want them to taste. Mm-hmm. So that's why I prefer baking. Also, most people, I'm not going to say everybody, but who truly, you pull up with a dessert made just for them, are they going to be upset? That would be kind of rude. <laughs> I like the joy that sweets bring people. Like when you, Also, you can bake savory dishes. I haven't really ventured into that area much. Mm-hmm. Um, because frankly, bake, like baking ingredients are expensive. Um, but yeah, I just like I love the op- the I like I like how like it's like very like clear cut. Um, mm-hmm. what's something I don't like? Probably the fact that baking ingredients are expensive. Mm-hmm. Like you could cook with like anything you find in your fridge within reason, of course. Yeah. But like butter, flat flour is not too bad, I don't think. But like butter, sugar, flour, yeast, whatever. Like all the baking stuff. Like I love making cheesecakes. Cream cheese is not cheap, especially when you're buying lactose-free cream cheese, because me and all of my friends are lactose intolerant. It's like two for eight if I catch a sale and I'm lucky, you know? So that's probably the thing I dislike the most. Otherwise, like, it's messy, especially, like, um, outside of, I guess, like, cakes. Anything you have to roll out, messy, and lots of, like, arm work. Uh, And I'm getting older my body can't keep up with it so I normally just like pawn mixing either off on a mixer or like mm, boyfriend I'm like here you can you can help sure you can do all the mixing thank you it (laughs) still counts as helping exactly it's helping it's very important somebody has to mix it but this body is old and tired um so yeah that's what I like and dislike about baking love um, cooking. And what about you, girly? You're a what cook. do I enjoy most about cooking? Eating mm-hmm. it. Eating it is Her. probably like the primary version that I've tried to get good and continuing to learn about cooking is because I am, I love eating food. Like eating food puts happiness in me. That's the, so that's the only way I can explain it. So mm-hmm. when I get to try something and I made it and it tastes super good, it's just like a double win. That's the Love. best way I can put it. What okay. don't I enjoy about it? Probably. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that 
like if you watch me bake, you know that I'm just gonna take one bowl and throw not dirty, <laughs> dries and wets in the one bowl at once. Yeah, I don't care for the fact that the, <laughs> the recipe. Wait, says, wait, hold on a second. Yeah, are you saying what you don't like about baking? No, no, I'm just mentioning like why I don't like baking. Oh, okay, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay, you said okay. how like the ancestors don't talk to you. Um, yeah. For me, your my equivalent is it's just too much for baking. Yeah. They're out here like take one bowl and do this another, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna put everything in one bowl and it's gonna turn yeah. out just fine. Uh, um, yeah. so that's what I love about cooking as well that I can just have one bowl, throw in the meat and every seasoning I want, and there you go. Mm-hmm. That's it. Love- what don't I like about cooking? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I really don't know. Probably just cleaning up. Kind of the mm-hmm. same. <laughs> like, seeing a cutting board every night and knives and stuff. Oh my gosh. I have been... Annoying. I'm not even... I haven't even been cooking. I've just been making myself salad with, like, produce we bought at the farmer's market. Yeah. Which is a little bit more than I normally do, you know? Like, I normally cook one day a week, and then I just try and make that last as long as possible, but... Every even just to make eggs. If I make mm-hmm. eggs and I'm like, oh, let me add a little tomato, a little green pepper. The cutting board is out. I used a knife. The I started eggs had to be cracked into a bowl. <laughs> That's why I started cutting my bed like uh, peppers and onions for my eggs. I just cut it like in the air, mid air. I can't explain. <laughs> like I don't no, like I know what you're doing, board. but like oh, I don't want to protect my fingers, you know? Yeah, and, and also so the like, cuts aren't good. Yeah. So, like, sometimes if I'm, like, I'm already cutting, I'm, like, okay, cool, this will be, like, for two or three different things, not just one. Yes. But, like, I agree. I think in both situations, it's just, it takes so much stuff. (laughs) Like, you got to crack the eggs into their own bowl because, you know, you don't want shells in the pan or whatever. Sure. Or you want to pre-mix them. Whatever. Yeah, so you can do, take out like, a cutting board and whatever. Not way. to mention, you have to wash everything. That's what like I mean, all the produce. Too yes. much work. You need a knife. You need a fork or a chopstick. So God you mix forbid you have to deal with the sweet pepper and there's seeds everywhere. The seeds? Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Not the vibe. Oh, and then okay, I finally find a breakfast that I like. I'm going to make eggs every morning. Okay, but who's washing the pan every day? Yes! The pan stares back at me every day when I'm done. Every day. And whatever you cook in it is just staring at you. And you're like, no, don't look at me like that. Stop. Why are you looking at me? Yeah, don't even get started on when the egg dries up in the pan. We won't even Oh, like, at this point, I'm like, (laughs) leave it on the hot stove so that it, like, it cooks itself off the pan i don't know how to describe yeah. it but like it gets so hot that it dries up and then you can flake it off that's my favorite that's yeah. my technique that's what i do <laughs> because damn why is it looking at me like that but yeah those are the <laughs> cons of cooking but it's worth okay, it yeah. to eat i feel you anyway have... oh honestly a nice hot breakfast is still delicious even though i know that what's waiting for me when i'm done exactly Mm-hmm. I agree. And we okay. love, I find when I have a big breakfast, of, like, you know, this is just logic, but I have so much energy afterwards. Absolutely. But the, um, but the I have, cost. <laughs> I have specific questions about each topic. So I will ask okay. you some for, actually, we'll go back and forth. So okay. we get some breaks in talking. But my first question for you about baking is 
Is dough hard to make? Um, it depends on what your dough you're trying to make, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, I don't have... Because I think dough is a very, like, loose term. Okay. But I'm going to say no, but you need patience. And you need mm-hmm. to be aware of, like, science to, like, mm-hmm. lazily explain it. If you yeah. add too much water, it will be too wet. If you add not enough water or too much flour, it will be too dry. Um, you need to give it time to rise. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's yeast involved, I'm trying to think. Like a pizza dough, you can make really quickly. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, I'm a recipe bread. kind of girl. I want some oh, bread. bread? Ooh. I think it depends on the type of bread. I actually have not made that much bread. Um kneading can be strenuous so if you are not capable of a lot of like manual work and you don't have a mixer I would say like that might be the hardest part mm-hmm. or the issue with dough oftentimes is you can over mix it have I ever yeah. done that I don't know I actually think I like routinely under mix things and I'm still not really sure um my suggestion is find a recipe that you like seems appealing and seems manageable like within the realm of what you're comfortable trying Mm -hmm. and try it and if you like it don't look for anything else if you like it and it works there's no need to change um within that like i have a excuse me a like a brown like a a, an icelandic brown bread but it's like a molasses brown bread it does Mm -hmm. not take long for me to whip together i found it in a cookbook I love it. If I'm going to make a bread, that's probably what I, I would make if we're talking bread dough. Um, mm-hmm. But honestly, I think the irritating part about dough is normally you have to let it rise twice. Yeah. Which can be like if you just want to. I'm, I'm sure there are recipes where you just whip it up and throw it in the oven. Mm-hmm. I have mostly dabbled in doughs that require like two rises, which can be frustrating for some people. Because again, if you're, you give me like, um, I just want to whip it up and go on my way energy. You're not really going to be interested in waiting for it to rise for an hour. You need yeah. it. And then you have to rise it again. <laughs> not fam. No. Um, even pizza doughs. Like I, one of the cookbooks I have has a 30 minute pizza dough and like a much longer pizza dough recipe. I always just, I've never even looked at the second one because if I'm <laughs> cooking pizza dough for dinner, I'm probably hungry already. So 30 minutes is already too much, you know? My plate exactly. Um, but yeah, I think doughs normally consist of like a wet and some sort of flour and some sort of rising agent. So I don't think it's always yeast. I think you can use baking powder or baking soda. I forget, so don't quote me. Um, and salt as a replacement. But, you know, find a recipe that works for you and roll with that. Because the hardest part about dough is probably the science, like the ratios of wet to dry and um, leavening agent. There you go. Now go make dough. Yeah. Um, very golden question for cooking is, okay. how do I know if meat is fully cooked? Ain't this <laughs> Her, a question? Please tell me. I need help. <laughs> it's um, a very good question. I'd say only worry about this question when you're cooking, like, chicken and mm-hmm. fish, I guess. Um most those two types of proteins i would say if you cut into it and it's still pretty like mm, the color it started jelly like when you cut into mm-hmm. it 
Yeah. It's not ready. It's okay. not ready. Or like Neely said, very clearly is the color it started as. Um, I almost always cut things when I'm mm-hmm. cooking it to make sure <laughs> because I don't want to serve food. My biggest fear is serving food to people and it's not fully cooked. That mm-hmm. just sounds horrible. Ooh, I do think, if I may add a handy dandy tip. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with that? Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a food safe thermometer... That's what I normally use um, because I also have a lot of anxiety about like serving raw meat. Yeah. And if you have one, I think there's no shame in using it. The elders may look at you like you're crazy, <laughs> but to be honest, if your way of teaching me how to cook is just you showing me it and not really explaining it, like I have to figure it out on my own anyways. Yeah. Cutting it open works. Also, stick a, stick a thermometer in it. I love that method. And just, you can always Google, like, what's the safe temperature to eat mm-hmm. internal also, temperature a lot of, for chicken. Lots of the, the food thermometers I've seen literally have that information on it. There you go. So, you could totally Google it, but, like, I... Uh, also, the packaging normally will tell you, like, that you get that your meat mm-hmm. But, yeah. And then for, like, red meats, yeah, you know... Those are easier because they very noticeably turn brown. Mm-hmm. Um, you also don't need to cook red meat all the way. Through. I was going to say, you don't have to worry as much because people eat them um, a little raw. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not as big of a deal. But mm-hmm. yeah. Hello. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hi. So I don't, I'm. We'll have hopefully cut the end of the last clip, but not us in the middle of talking. Although I think it cut off at like between. What was that sound? <laughs> you could hear it. Yeah, what was that? It's <laughs> my water bottle. Oh, why did it make that sound? Anyway, oh my gosh, where's my water bottle? A girl is thirsty. Anyways, so we're in the <laughs> middle of talking. End of a question. All of a sudden, Aaron disappears, and the audio is just me going, "Hello," which is Hello? so awkward because I was like reading out stuff and asking for your feedback. We <laughs> realized I had gone in my thing. Anyways, okay. Next question. Next question was very simple question for you, but this comes from okay. a place of this is for me because. I don't like rise times. I was baffled every time I see it. I don't read. Sometimes I don't read forward in a recipe. And then I'm like, oh, I'm (laughs) hungry, but I have to do what? So I want to know why I need it to rise. Like, why do I have to wait for it to get bigger? Maybe I don't want it to be bigger. Okay. So I don't know, like, the full reasoning for this. But my understanding is the yeast or the baking soda or the baking powder, whatever you're using, will have a little reaction inside of your mixture and it will cause air bubbles and air pockets inside of your dough. And you want that to rise and make your doughs um, fluffy and uh, I mean, you'll have like more surface area to eat, but um, you end up with like lighter area baked goods. So think of bread, right? If your bread doesn't rise, you're going to eat like a brick or I think you can think of like unleavened bread so like I believe pita bread is unleavened bread unleavened so okay things that rise are like leaven and then you have unleavened bread okay yeah Jesus Christ (laughs) uh yeah kind of I think actually um but you'll end up with like 
uh, denser, harder uh, <laughs> bread. What, was, what is so funny? <laughs> what? <laughs> I passed. Oh, and I heard it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Everyone pretend you didn't hear it. You're literally being so rude right now, okay? So, back to rising bread. Or, okay, we're going to talk about bread. <laughs> stop. stop. The, the chemicals are going to release gases. So, it was topical, okay? Um, that just gives you, like, airier, lighter, fluffier uh, pastries. Otherwise, you end up with, like, things that are, like, dense and hard. Fair. Which, in, I'm sure in some situations is what you want. But, like, you don't want, like, you want to eat pizza that's like got like a nice rise in the crust and it's a little bit springy it's so got a nice flat. texture otherwise why not just eat the pizza stone you cooked it on you know like that's <laughs> i think the comparison that i would want to make there fair fair, fair. okay 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 mm. yep, this is valid reasoning i can appreciate rising more now <laughs> okay. yeah it's just like like the rise is what's required to make anything like think of like a nice airy like a dinner roll right mm-hmm. you want to let it rise so that it's like because i think the time it spends in the oven is a not enough time to get it to do all that rising so yeah. you have to get it to do some of the work preemptively mm. i think i'm not a scientist or a professional baker so like don't quote me on this but that's my understanding of like things rising Fair enough. <laughs> okay i think it makes sense the next question for cooking is how do you cook without a recipe? Um, Please enlighten me because I literally don't know. I really don't know how I was instilled with the like just throw stuff in a pot mm-hmm. and then it, it doesn't end up being too salty. It, mm-hmm. I mean 90% of the time. There are some <laughs> days where my hand is heavy mm-hmm. um, but you just kind of have to do trial and error, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I would definitely say that using recipes and, like, getting a feel for, like, what's a tablespoon, what's a teaspoon, and realizing, like, what does that do to your food? Mm-hmm. Like, you can kind of tell, like, I'm not going to put a cup of soy sauce in most things. Mm-hmm. And if you know that, well, then you know you're not going to throw that much soy sauce into something. You just eat right. it. Okay, I don't so know you're saying how... it's it's an experience thing. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I would say I would say so. I try and I'm like, okay, I'm using some chili powder. I'm I know I don't want to put too much because I don't want to make it too spicy for people. So I'm kind of ideally putting like a, just a teaspoon or less or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think like that sometimes. So that would be my advice. Okay, Otherwise, cool. the whole ancestor ancestors talking to you thing is a real thing. Like I, I just kind of <laughs> feel it in my soul. Yeah, when to stop. Okay, but comparing it to those measurements is very helpful. Right. Um, but we have one more question for each of us. Very similar, okay. but very Love. fun. Yeah. It is. What are staple ingredients you'd suggest having if you want to bake? um flour always um you can't really go wrong with just a classic all-purpose flour mm-hmm. uh i know like if you plan on only really doing a lot of cakes there is such thing as like cake flour which people use 
Um, if you're doing lots of, I don't know about pasta, but I know pizza, I believe uses double zero, um, flour, which is like an Italian grated flour that is like best for that, which, so I imagine there's probably one great for pasta as well, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want whole wheat flour, uh, unbleached flour can be good. Um, but like, if you just want like the basics, an all-purpose flour you can't really go wrong you get a small bag get a big bag whatever we like kind of just always keep it in the house mm-hmm. um depend again if you think that you're mostly like a bread baking kind of person versus cakes and stuff cakes tend not to have yeast you don't really get like the yeasty taste um whereas breads do so keeping either packets or jars of yeast i personally prefer the packets most recipes will give you instructions in terms of packets now which is really convenient Mm -hmm. um so dry active yeast the instant or quick rise i forget which one it is i think it's the orange one though there's traditional and then there's um like instant Mm -hmm. so yeast is always great to have again depending on what you have water is normally a staple or milk um butter is in lots of things like cakes and pastry not so much in bread um again if you're going more the like egg no sorry (laughs) more the cake route eggs um vanilla you can't really go wrong with depending on flavor palette cinnamon is a good one to have if you like your like pumpkin spice type things that means you want to have like cinnamon nutmeg and clove all the time Um, oh and then again cakes they don't use yeast and stuff so you're even like banana bread you're going to want to keep baking powder and baking soda on hand now you can use them interchangeably (laughs) google the conversion because i don't know it it's like one to three or something like that i literally tried to the other day pancakes my pancakes tasted like baking soda (laughs) yeah it's definitely not wait was that here no it was here oh okay because i was gonna be like the pancakes you made were delicious um no, and no, i know no. that we have baking powder in this house um uh, so yeah baking powder and baking soda can be used interchangeably look up the conversion i wouldn't really please, recommend it if you can avoid it. Look it up. definitely like look it up because <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's like one to three um yeah, weird. but yeah keeping those oh and salt um for butter they always like almost always say unsalted butter personally I use a lot of salted butter because that's probably what's in the house. Um, If you're lactose intolerant or dairy-free, I may not work for dairy-free. I personally love basil has basil sticks. I recently came across, it does not taste the same as butter. Real butter tastes amazing. If you can find lactose-free butter, would recommend. If you can't, though, um, the basil sticks, they, I think, are technically lactose-free. They're not like 100%, but it's close enough. You can't, probably won't notice it. Those are great. Um, shit is expensive. Butter is just dumb expensive. I, I like I can't help you with that one. Um, or, or there are some cakes that use oil instead of butter. So like carrot cake often carrot cake. uses carrot oil, cake. not butter. Um, ooh, muffins. Muffins are like little mini cakes, but they're a little bit different. Google it. Um, if you are a muffin person, you want to keep your dried fruits, your chocolate chips, chocolate chips, actually, because cookies, um, and muffins, chocolate chips are great for it, even like cupcakes, probably, I don't really know. Um, if you have kids, or you like plan on baking for kids a lot, kids love food coloring, 
dye it their favorite color. You literally can't go wrong. I'm an adult, and I frankly, I love using food coloring sometimes. Um, a little bit more advanced, I wouldn't consider this a necessity, but very much so would recommend if you plan on using a lot of food coloring, get food gels. I like there's an actual name for them, um, but there's food coloring gels, and they are more concentrated. With food coloring drops, you'll normally end up with like a pastel color. Otherwise, your stuff will taste like dye. It tastes nasty. Nobody wants to so taste bitter. the dye. Um, <laughs> I was eating donuts from this cafe that I like. And they're, uh, the icing on the donuts, you can straight up tell. Like, like mm. most of the taste is dye. So not only is your mouth now a different color, but, like, you can taste it. It's really <laughs> gross. <laughs> the donut itself, delicious, but the, the icing just tastes like dye. Not worth it. Um, so, yeah. But, like, it's hard to achieve dark colors. Um, I have so a yeah, question. Food. Yeah, of course. Sorry, I think that's it for the list, by I the way. I think you just unlocked a memory. Did you used to make, like, rainbow cupcakes? Not cupcakes. Like, muffins? There's a particular taste of, like, cupcake slash muffin in my mouth right now mm-hmm. I don't know who used to make it but it had to be you but it tastes so good I used to make oh also and I okay I will get back to your question because I think it's the like the rain it's either the like a rainbow angel food cake or just the rainbow um cupcake box mix that yeah. has a very distinct taste and mm. if you throw that in a pan and just cook it, not necessarily as a cupcake, but as a cake, the crust has a very distinct taste. Mm-hmm. Like that top layer that gets brown. Oh, yeah. it's so good. I can taste it right now. And I hope that's what you're tasting because that is a good taste. It's um, definitely not angel food because I don't like angel food cake. But okay, it so might that, be but there is one. like a regular just rainbow. You're talking about like with the sprinkly rainbow, right? No, that's confetti. Oh, okay. Oh, my phone is ringing. Oh shit! Just ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How to, I don't know how to make it stop. Somebody has to answer the phone. If you just oh, press okay. the off button, it'll mute your phone. Oh, I didn't want it to hang up on them. Though. Okay, no, it just um, it. Just a rainbow. Oh, maybe it was me. I don't remember it. Dang. I used to like definitely like separate cake, but it takes a lot of effort to make multiple colors. Um, but a good suggestion if you were just trying to get into baking and you want to start with like cakes. I will have to find the video. If I can find the video and you're interested, let me know. But I know that you can take a box cake and you swap out some of the ingredients mm-hmm. for like more for like different things and you end up with like a professional tasting cake. So I think oh. you swap out um, like water for milk or the other way around, uh, increase, increase the egg count. And there's something else. I don't remember, but I'll find the video. And if you're interested, send me a message and I will hook you up. Like, don't worry about it. Like send a message here or um, if you know me personally send me a message and I will hook you up but like honestly I think my love of baking started with box cakes and we used to make these muffins with Oma a long time ago and they are so yummy and I think just getting to do that with her is what made me love baking um, but you really can't go wrong with a box cake so would recommend I think I'm just thinking of the cakes that you make like I think I'm imagining like I don't think it was rainbow, but I think it was just a turquoise Father's Day cake that I'm imagining. Your cakes mm-hmm. have this very distinct taste. That's oh. what I'm thinking of. I was probably the butter. Or you made me a cake for my birthday once. I yeah. don't know, but they're so good. Um, but yeah. Um, 
yeah, staple ingredients if you want to cook. Uh, it really comes down to spices is huge, and I would say have a protein. Not right now. Sorry, you... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. Okay, I, there's no way to mute myself on the, while recording. It's so silly. Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> Try so hard to do it subtly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Your voice was the same volume. I'm sorry. Oh. It's okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I would say have a protein of your choice if mm-hmm. you know you want to eat meat, whatever it may be, and then have um, a carb if you want to eat carbs of your choice, whether it's potatoes, rice, um, quinoa, whatever it is. That's a really good like heavy side, and then. Pasta. Oh, yes. Oh, my God, yes. And pasta is usually pretty cheap, so just have boxes on boxes. I have, like, a Costco thing of spaghetti because spaghetti goes with everything. Um, But when it comes down to how to season it, you should have salt and pepper, garlic powder, onion powder, and then depending what your taste palette is, I love, like, um, Indian foods, a lot of Caribbean foods use this stuff, so, like, garam masala, cumin, cayenne pepper, chili powder, red pepper flakes. Uh, what else? Um, having herbs like oregano, basil, thyme, any mm-hmm. one of those, they are interchangeable. So it really doesn't matter which one you have. Um, cinnamon is used in cooking too. Um, and then having like, if you go to Costco and just get, or even anywhere, you got like a clubhouse seasoning, so like a chicken one, Montreal steak one. You don't even have to have all these spices. Just have salt and pepper and Montreal steak spice if you have steak or whatever goes with your protein. You, you're good. It's not half bad. Um, <laughs> it'll do. It'll do the trick. But Oh, oh and olive oil. You got to have oil. Olive oil or canola oil. Honestly, if recipes say... What's your on grapeseed oil? I've never used it. I actually want to start using sesame seed oil more because mm-hmm. um, it has seed? a very distinct uh, taste. It is does. sesame a seed? Yeah, it's sesame a seed. Sesame seeds. So? Oh yeah, it sounds like it. Sorry, I don't know. You said sesame seed oil, and it like it made my brain twitch. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it didn't yes. sound real. Um, I've never used grapefruit <laughs> juice oil. <laughs> Grape seed oil. I've heard that it's a great neutral oil because you should have like there are different times to use different oils, so extra virgin oil is actually not that, like a cook everything in. Do I I oh see what I do is I have canola oil and I use canola oil for everything. Um because I don't mm-hmm. have olive oil or extra virgin oil, so I just swap it out. Um but yeah. Um I'm not see I think canola is one of those it's either a neutral or like that's the one you use for deep frying <laughs> it definitely is the one you use for deep frying but i don't know though <laughs> everything tastes good to me so it's okay it's i'm gonna sneeze by the way bless your soul but <laughs> geez she did not she did so not sorry. move the mic at all the mic is you need to wear wired headphones so you can move the mic from now on I th- I, okay i'll do the next time <laughs> so you but wrap my hand around it those are my suggestions on what to have if okay. you want to just have staples in your kitchen for cooking and that's it for my questions a little 
little bit on baking and a little bit on cooking for you all. Wait, I have a question. Yes. For you, yes. what is your favorite thing to cook? If I you could knew that was a question. Make one, <laughs> obviously, hello, she's basic. If there was only one thing you're allowed to cook for the rest of your life, I'm not saying that's the only thing you can eat, but that's the only thing you're allowed to cook. What would it oh. be? Oh. Like, okay, maybe that's not fair, but if there was something that when people thought of you, they were like, oh, yeah, she's great at cooking that. What is your signature Dang. dish? Because, mm. like, to me, your signature dish is chicken parm. That's a hard But, like, contender. I don't, but, like, is that what you want your signature dish to be? See, chicken parm takes, chicken parm is one of the, like, longest things to cook. It's she's a labor of love. It has so many pots. Um, side note i hate the fact that when you season anything with seasons or cook anything with oil there's so much cleanup because seasons splat everywhere and oil splats everywhere but right (sighs) dang if i could only cook one thing for the rest of my life no no i changed the question because i feel like oh what people are it would either what's your signature dish it would either be chicken parm or just because this is one of my favorite uh, dishes in my family, and I would love to carry it on, I would say curry. Okay. My mom and our grandmother and our mother, there's just, like, every curry tastes so different, but their curry is just, like, the one curry that, like, hits so... It hits on the nail. It's perfect. Yeah. It doesn't I make... Some curries it. actually make me feel... <laughs> bless you. Some curries make my stomach feel sick, but theirs doesn't. And so I would Mm -hmm. love to carry that on. But, yeah. Probably curry. But chicken parm is a close second. (laughs) But I feel like I could get even better at chicken parm. I haven't even used, like, the richest of cheeses to make it for you. So, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would your answer be? Um, What would you think that my signature just would be? Cheesecake. Yeah, that's the answer. It's easy to rip together. Everybody it's likes a cheesecake. It's not too <laughs> sweet. It's not too <laughs> The crust is good. You can eat it with the crust. You eat the crust alone. You can so have it my in pumpkin flavored. Yeah, oh. I can make it in pumpkin. I, honestly, maybe this fall I'll start like, well, I mean, I was going to say maybe I'll try out other purees, but what other purees are there? <laughs> like, baby food? <laughs> Nothing I don't know. I do like uh, my cheesecake top with, like, cherry filling, but I'm a sucker for cherry pie filling, so there's that. She's a cherry pie kind of girl. I am a cherry pie kind of girl. Maybe I'll make a cherry pie this year. I was going to ask you, will you make, like, mini pies? Make me a raspberry Mini pies again? Probably not. You've made Um, mini pies before? Remember that year I tried to make mini apple pies, and they all stuck in the pans, and I think we have to throw the pans away? (laughs) Yeah, you didn't remember because it was so traumatic for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like apple pie. That too. That's for McDonald's apple pie. McDonald's apple pie. Anyways, uh, yeah, that was it for my question because I felt like how could we talk about cooking and baking and not um, plug our own dish? Hello. Her. I hope that someday I can like have a dish that's like I made it from scratch. Mm-hmm. I came up with it, and that's what I know. Like, I've always wanted to have, like, a hearty soup that, like, mm-hmm. when my children are sick, the, they're like, I need my mom's soup. Soups? If you yeah. need a soup, 
if you need a soup tester, call me. I love soup. <laughs> love, it's love, the love, middle love. of summer, or well, I guess summer just started, but I need a tomato soup, soup and grilled cheese. I was at the grocery store today. The in the like uh the like organics and stuff section. I honestly don't know I was there. Sometimes I'm just there looking at stuff. They have a creamy tomato soup, but made with oat milk, and I kind of want to try it. What? Just yeah. for you. Just for me, because I love a tomato soup. Tomato soup and grilled cheese. Mm. Aaron's grilled cheese. Actually, I'm a liar, Aaron. Your signature dish. No, that's such a good point. Respectfully, your signature dish is grilled cheese. I don't. Which is crazy to me because every time I make it for everyone, for somebody, they're like, "Oh my god." I don't really understand. Oh, I don't know what you so, do, but it's good. <laughs> but I'll take it. I love my yeah. grilled cheeses too, so I'll take it. Yeah. And again, I haven't even tried out rich cheeses with my grilled cheese, so who knows where I could take it from? Yo, there. There's a cheese guy I follow who like does lots of stuff with. Um, <laughs> don't laugh with cheeses that are naturally lactose free. Just like part of the process, it ends up not being there. Yeah, I should send you his info. Not because he's lactose free, but because he goes through all these different cheeses. Oh my Yay. god! Remember the time you made French onion soup? Yeah, I love oh my French god. onion soup. Mm, Which is okay. crazy because you and dad don't usually like onions. Girl, she's priming in her onion era. Except that curry I made the other day. The onions are still there, but they're like curled up because it's like <laughs> old. Not that the curry has gone bad, but you know, like they're cooked onions that have been in the fridge yeah. in gravy. I don't want to eat them anymore. <laughs> I need to figure out what my favorite onion, onion is. is. I think it's sweet ones, but. No, I like me a Spanish one. Which is the one with the orange cell, but the inside is yellow, but mm-hmm. it's not sweet. I think that's what the label says. I don't know what it is. Ooh, what's your favorite produce? Wait, should I stop? Apologies. Should papaya. I papaya. Yeah? Damn. Oh, yeah, because I guess produce is fruits and veg. You're... I don't know now. What is your favorite? We have a papaya on the table. I wonder if I'll cut it tomorrow. I was hoping um, you'd cut it on the weekend, but nobody you cut have it said when that. I was there. You should have said it, and we would have sent you away. So. But you um, fed me so much food. <laughs> True, whatever. Um, currently loving baby tomatoes. Really yummy. Can't go wrong with those. Uh, I don't know. I, also love, I don't know. I can't pick one produce. <laughs> Take the question away. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> it's too hard. Okay, no. I don't want to keep you up any longer. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank, thank you for you. listening. Thank you for listening. If you're here listening to us, thank you. Hopefully, you um, apologies about the last one. I hope this was a good one. I feel like a light, airy topic after a little bit more serious um, conversation about boundaries and selfishness. So, yeah, who knows what the next one will be? Yeah. Oh, I know what um, the next one if... will be, but I can't oh. say. Oh, okay. Aaron already knows what the next one is. <laughs> We're also hoping to finally get Kiara on, um, but I'm bad at planning, and I haven't brought it up with her yet. So if she listens, hey, girly, <laughs> hey. Um, yes, we are thinking about having you on the podcast. If you want to be on, hit me up. I will also reach out. Come join um, the party. And um, <laughs> me and... Wait, one last thing. I don't know why you're trying to party. One last thing. I was, oh, I posted on my personal story about us recording today, and I also said, if you have any, like, topics that you want us to talk about, literally just send them my way, and my friend, Althea, said that I should talk about my descent into, it's so pretty, um, my descent into K-pop, 
And she's right. And I said, you know what? I actually haven't looked at her message yet. I said, you can be on the show too if you want. And, <laughs> and I didn't look at her response yet, but I should. They don't know what they'll do. Yeah, but we might do that be a nice, like, solo mini episode or Ooh, have yeah. her on. Or, yeah. Oh, or yeah. I, could... I might like to have her on. Yeah. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. With me if you want, you know? Sure. Anyways. If you made it this far into the podcast, thank you. I love you. Thank you for listening. Have a good night or a good day. <laughs> I almost said you too, but you too. Well, you too, Aaron. I'm, this is for the people, but and for you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I love you Thanks all. Thanks for coming. Bye, everyone. See you later. Bye.